cliffcentral.com. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Rosie Mutena, and of course, this is Pan African Connect, where I merge my three passions in life, and that is woman, Africa, and the arts. Today, we're going to be highlighting a phenomenal, phenomenal South African woman by the name of Lesejo Clementine Pale who's a self-driven, highly motivated and dedicated professional. She's had more than 11 years' experience in the fields of speech therapy and audiology, uh, qualified with a a B communications pathology, specializing in speech therapy and audiology from the University of of Pretoria. Welcome. Thank you, Rosie. How are you doing today? (laughs) I'm great. And yourself? Good, good, good. So now before we get into the business side, let's talk about the the personal aspect of Lesejo. You're a twin. Yes. Yes. And you've also got a younger sister as well. I have a younger sister and I actually grew up in a family of four. Okay. I have an older brother who's pursuing a career in the mining industry. Okay. And your your twin, did she did she follow the same route as you? Um Yes and no. Mm-hmm. My twin studied um, PR, specializing mm-hmm. in communication and marketing. Okay. And she's actually got her own agency. Oh, brilliant. So we've always said she focused on the human element of communication yeah. while I focus on the science element of communication. <laughs> <laughs> so at least you, you, the two of you have been doing the twinning thing together. Yes. <laughs> and um, growing up, I mean, what were your dreams and aspirations? You grew up in Johannesburg. I grew up in Pretoria. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I grew up in Pretoria. Um, look, my... My childhood was nothing out of the ordinary, mm-hmm. um, but we were protected, and that meant that um, our, our, our parents uh, paid attention to our development as well as our interests. Yeah. I mean, in those times, parents wanted their children to become doctors. Yeah. Um, and but I remember as as a, as a child, I've always wanted to be a businesswoman. Mm. I've always wanted to be in leadership or management yeah. of some sort. Yeah. I'd be the child that would gather the children in the in the neighborhood, and I would come up with a project. It would either be saving <laughs> yeah. money yeah. Uh, for stuff that we could do during the school holidays mm. or which uh, art club to join, and I would manage that project. Yeah. So... Um, I didn't have anyone that I could look up to in terms mm. of business management. So I ended up following in, 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 in what my parents aspired, yeah. um, for, for us to become. Yeah. <laughs> for, 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 in layman's terms, for the person on the street who doesn't understand, what exactly involves speech therapy and audiology? Okay, so speech therapy is actually known as speech language pathology. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the science of human communication, um, development, as well as the disorders. Mm-hmm. As a speech therapist, you are involved in the assessment and providing intervention for speech, language, and um, communication okay. problems. Yeah. So speech impairments range from stuttering, for an example, right. to articulation problems where a child cannot produce an R or um, a lisp. Oh wow! Um, whereas the language aspect of it looks into language development. There are children with language delay. Mm. Um, some adults have acquired language disorders, which could be due to a stroke, for an example, mm. or those who have suffered a traumatic brain injury. Okay. Um, speech therapy also involves feeding, which mm. is an important aspect in a patient's life, because the main focus or objective is to ensure um, the safety of the patient. Mm. Patients could actually die um, from aspiration. So a wow. speech-language pathologist um, is responsible for ensuring safety um, or 
or feeding uh, method, coming up with a feeding method, let's mm. say, for the patient. Oh, wow. So there's actually a whole lot of different intricacies that are involved. Yes, and, and, and I mean, you mentioned on one, and I'm going to choose the obvious one because everyone understands what a stutter is. Mm. Um, if, 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 um, if, if, if you've, if you've located that there's a problem at an earlier age, can, can that child or that person then grow to be able to speak, um, like, an, like another person or is stuttering something that, that, that will always remain with somebody for the rest of their life? Mm. All right. So stuttering is a condition that we, we manage, mm-hmm. but I have seen great progress in children. Um, if you receive Intervention early, obviously mm. the outcomes will be different. And it obviously depends on the nature of your stuttering. If yeah. it's an environmental, if it's due to environmental causes, mm. as soon as you remove the child from that environment, mm. you would find that um, they stutter less. For example, if the parents are going through a divorce. Wow. So it's children, also psychological. It's also, that, yeah. Yes, it's also psychological. We have seen children who have suffered from trauma and afterwards they start mm. um, stuttering. But yes, a person can be able to speak better mm. um, once they have received intervention. Wow. So the earlier, the better. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's so interesting because um, a couple of days ago, I, I interviewed somebody from Cotlands and they, they, they deal a lot with, with early childhood development. And um, before we move on to, to the rest of, of, of your career and what you've done, is that what, what are the signs for, for instance, if, it, if, if it's a single mom or a single dad, because I mean, that's the reality of, of, of how we're living at the moment. What are the signs that if you think your child has a, a slight problem or needs a bit of an intervention, are there, are, are the schools picking up on it? Um, in your opinion? Yeah. I think now the teachers are becoming more and more aware of uh, language development difficulties. Mm-hmm. And I'd actually like to urge parents to listen to the teachers. They are mm-hmm. actually, in most instances, they are the ones to pick up a problem. Mm-hmm. We are now seeing small children be re- being referred by the teachers. Wow. So if, 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 I mean, a simple thing could be comparing your child to another. If you have got, if the, your child has got elder siblings, mm-hmm. if you are worried, it's worth going to a speech language pathologist, have them check it out. Out, mm. And then they'll be able to advise you further. Oh, but yeah, you obviously, if a child has got limited vocabulary, mm. so by the age of three, we expect them to be able to express themselves, yeah. even though language may not be um, clear or or, or, or but they should be able to communicate in some way. So if your child is still using signs at that age, mm. then you know that there is a there is a problem, or okay. if their vocabulary is limited, mm. you definitely know that um, there should be a problem. And you should you should refer as yeah. early as possible. Oh wow! Okay, mm. all right. So when you moved in, and you 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 finished your studies, you moved into the public health sector. Yes. Uh, what were you doing and what was your focus in, in, in that in that part of your life? Yeah. So in the public health sector, um, so after you graduate, you obviously have to do your community service. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we cannot run away yeah. from. And in fact, um, you know what? You mentioned community service. I'm reading DJ, Boo's, uh, DJ Spool's book, um, Millionaires Under Construction, and he recommends any entrepreneur, somebody who wants to move into that space, that they need to do community development. Oh wow! That's yeah, really I mean community service. Community yeah. service. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, what what type of work did you do in community service? Okay, so you work as a speech therapist and audiologist in your profession. Right, it's a way of paying back the government. Mm-hmm. 
because we receive subsidy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, our, in our university. So with community service, you work as a speech therapist and audiologist. Mm-hmm. You, do, you work as a full professional. And afterwards, I was fortunate enough to be appointed in a senior position, mm-hmm. although it was tough, but I learned a lot Mm -hmm. Um, during those years. Um, That's where I learned a lot about leadership. I learned a lot about um, the challenges that Mm -hmm. are facing our public health sector and how to overcome them. Um, Even though I focused a lot on my clinical development, Mm -hmm. um, I also focused a lot on ensuring that the services were running effectively and that patient care was not compromised. I was also responsible for staff and student um, supervision, for managing their budget, Mm -hmm. um, as well as coming up or contributing to um, patient uh, care policies and protocols. Mm. And, And I mean... That in itself is challenging just for anybody to go into that position. But what are the, what were the challenges that you faced as a woman? And, you know, we, we all face them in, in, and the reason I always ask this about any entrepreneur or, or female pro- profession that, that, that comes onto my show, because we often don't talk about those challenges because we expect to just excel straight away. So let's, yeah. this is a perfect platform <laughs> for those women out there because we've all been in that situation. Yes. I think quite fortunate enough for us as speech therapists, it's a predominantly uh, female dominant field. Yeah. Um, and I think the health sector in, in general, there are, there are more females um, than males. Mm. So it was an environment that was quite supportive. Mm. Although at the same time, I think as women, we can be quite competitive. Yeah. Instead of supporting one another, we compete against against mm. one another. Mm. So at times you find that, you know, where you could draw synergies and, 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 and work together, mm. you, you know, you sort of like drift apart because of the competitiveness yeah. amongst, amongst yeah. women. And we need to actually move away from that. They call Definitely. it the PhD syndrome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heatronics essay, something that you started last year in 2016. Yes. So tell us, what does the company do? All right. Heatronics uh, SA is a hearing distribution. It's a hearing aid distribution company. Mm-hmm. We source different products from overseas, um, and then we provide support in terms of product selection, in mm-hmm. terms of product uh, fitting to to our audiologists. I have identified two main suppliers: mm-hmm. um, a company called Solar Ear, mm-hmm. and they supply solar rechargeable hearing aids. Oh wow! So that's a hearing aid that uses a solar recharge. It recharges the battery using mm. a solar uh, charger. charger. Um, and then uh, BHM Tech, um, it's a, a company that supplies bone conduction hearing aids. Mm. It's a different type of uh, Okay, of so we, we, let's break that down. What are bone <laughs> conduction hearing aids? All right. So a normal hearing aid is a, it's, it, it's a, it's a two-in-one piece. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the a, a device that goes behind the ear right? and we attach an ear motor that goes inside the ear. Okay. So that's what transmits the sound from the hearing aid into the ear canal. Right. But now we have got individuals who cannot wear those types of hearing aids because mm. of middle ear pathology. Okay. So they have got ears that are always draining. Mm. Um, they could have, um, you know, cholesterol in the ear. It could really be a number of reasons. Different, yeah, yeah, different things. Um, and because of that, we have got a device, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, bone, uh, bone conduction hearing aid. Instead of 
putting it in the ear, we place it on the mastoid bone, which is the ear, which is the bone behind the, the ear. Okay, right. And by that, we bypass the middle ear where mm, the problem is, okay. and the sound gets transmitted directly into the inner ear structure. Wow, that is yeah. amazing. <laughs> so they're two different types. Okay, there are many. Yeah, mm. there are. I mean, you know, there are more specialized ones, such as the cochlear implant mm. and the bone anchored hearing. Yeah, the bone anchored hearing aids. And um, you, why? Where did the idea come from to start to start up this this company? All right. <laughs> so I've worked in the hearing aid industry for about four years, mm-hmm. and um, at the end of uh, my stay at one of uh, at, the, at the company, I knew that I couldn't go back to clinical work. Mm. Um, at the time, the trend was once you've worked in the hearing aid industry, you would go and open up a private practice. Mm. I knew I wasn't going to go back there. I've always wanted to be in business. Mm. And um, during my stay at the company, I learned as much as I could about the hearing aid industry. Yeah. And because I couldn't go into private practice, and the only thing that I was good at at that time mm. was hearing aids and that's when I decided to, to go yeah. ahead and yeah. open up a distribution company. So creating your own legacy through your own company. Yes. I like that. <laughs> yes, Definitely. yes, yes. And you, the products that, that, that you have, where, where are they available? All right. So the products we, we, we sell to different audiologists at different practices. Mm-hmm. So if um, one wants them, they contact us and then we can refer them to the nearest audiologist. Okay. It's always better that way because, mm. you know, it'll be easier for the patient to go back for follow-ups. Um, and if they need to have the hearing aid adjusted, they can just go to yeah. the nearest audiologist. Beautiful, beautiful. And um, who who's it targeted at? Is it just across the board? You know, growing up, you have this very... Um, jolted view of, of hearing aids that it's only for the elderly or you're born that way. Um, who, 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 who needs a hearing aid? All right. So anyone with a hearing loss needs a hearing aid. Mm. And I was actually reading this morning that about one in seven teenagers have got an irreversible hearing loss. Wow. And that's because of the earphones that mm. we always have in our ears. Mm. And, um, hearing loss is actually one of those um, health problems that are growing. Mm. Um, and, and at the same time, we do not have enough products mm. um, to fit patients with a hearing loss. So um, a hearing aid is for anyone with a hearing loss, yeah. starting from small children. I mean, we have got babies that are, are as early as young as um, six months who are fitted with, with hearing wow. aids. Yeah. Wow. But our products are specifically um, made for, 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 for adults as mm-hmm. well as, as young children. The bone conduction um, spectacles mm-hmm. are for those patients who cannot use normal yeah, specific aids. That specific yes. treatment. Okay. Yeah. And in addition to the bone conduction hearing aids, we have got what we call um, hearing aid spectacles. Mm. So instead of having a normal hearing aid, you will have the spectacles and mm. onto the spectacles, we attach a temple. It's a special temple that just sits on top of the ear. Mm. Um, and then we have got a receiver that goes into the ear mm. and that um, is targeted towards those patients who don't want to be seen with anything or with ah, a hearing aid. Because it's like a very thin line. It's almost like a, a wire that's it's going. It's a wire that right. just goes, yeah, from from the spectacle temple mm. into the into yeah. the hearing aid. And wow. teenagers like that a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and also the vanity added, yes. added to that. Let's let's say something else that you've been involved in is the National Black Speech Language Association. What is, what is that about? All right. So, um, NAPSLA is a, is a, is an association that was started by black professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, um, one of the co-founders, um, in 2012. And that was, um, it was started to address, 
um, you know, issues of empowerment. Mm. We, we were having a growing number of black professionals who were coming into the industry, but we started feeling that we did not have a voice. We've, right. we've never had a voice. Mm. Um, so the association was started to give black professionals within an industry a platform where they could voice their concerns or any issues and be heard. Mm, mm. And just mm. and, and, and talk about the challenges that they're having. Yes. Um, moving forward, um, in terms of diversification, I mean, you said that there's a lot of a lot of women within within the the, the 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 health sector and so forth. But in moving forward, in terms of companies and black people owning like hearing aid companies, mm. do we still have a long way to go in terms of that diversification? Definitely, mm. we have we have a long <laughs> way. <laughs> I mean, I I can name. I can name a few audiologists who have been as fortunate as I have mm. been to work within the hearing aid industry, yeah. um, especially African descendants. Yeah. Um, so we need hearing aid companies to open up opportunities. Mm. If they're not going to, then we need to have... Um, we need to be doing it ourselves. We need to be doing it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's the that that's the thing that we need to push. Besides our legacy, that's yes. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. do we get hold of you? Do you have a website, social media handles? Yes, I do. Our website is www.heatronics.co.za. Heatronics with an X. A social media handle on Facebook. You can reach us at Heatronics with a capital letter H mm-hmm. and capital letter T and then X. Um, essay email address is clementine at heatronics.co.za and of course you can pick all of this up which will be on my social media handles uh, Facebook, Instagram and, and Twitter. Thank you so much for coming through and we wish you the best of luck Thank you. Um, you know this is this is a brand that, that isn't only specific to, uh, to South Africa so I'm hoping well this time next year we can bring you and we're going to be talking about the Pan-African distribution. So, yes yeah, we yeah. have actually started I've started working with a few audiologists in, in Nigeria mm-hmm. so so, yeah, there are great opportunities. So the plans are in motion. Yeah, the plans are definitely in Excellent. motion. Excellent. We wish you all the best of luck. Thank you very much, Rosie, for having me. Thank you so much for listening. And, of course, this is Rosie Madena from Pan-African Connect. We are merging my three passions in life, that is woman, Africa, and the arts. If you need to get hold of me, of course, find me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter under Rosie Mutene, or simply pop me an email, rosie at rosiemutene.biz. Thank you so much for listening. Cliffcentral.com.